Welcome to Post in Black, everybody. My name is David Hunter Jr. And today we have with us another special guest, brother James Hatcher. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? How you doing, How man? You doing, bro? Appreciate you being here, man. Yeah, so man. before we jump right in, we have that start with the icebreaker. Mm -hmm. We always start with the icebreaker on Post in Black. So we're going to hit you off with something a little savory. Pancakes so, or waffles? Uh, waffles. Waffles. You're yeah. a waffle man. Yeah. Now you want the Belgium or you want the regular little four square, the Eggos? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, man, will y'all judge me if I tell you this right here? Yeah. Um, like, you know, the um, my sister got like this little uh, Mickey Mouse, um, not, not like for gazing, but the actual Mickey Mouse. Really? Like waffle maker. Are you saying? Yo, she be going in on it, bro. I be like eating the ears and stuff. Be, man. <laughs> when, what year did that start? This started... Uh, Last man, week? Nah. This <laughs> definitely started when we were kids, but okay. you know what I'm saying? It's still something that we... Yeah. Every once in a while, she'll bring the Mickey Mouse out. And I'm like, yo, okay. that's, that's what's up. Okay, that's all right. Go <laughs> that's fire. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a pancake man when my mom makes it. But for uh, me, when I'm yeah. making it, I definitely do the waffles. Okay. Yeah. And then I got a favorite restaurant here in L.A. called The Serving Spoon. They French toast. Serving Spoon. Smack. It's okay. in Inglewood. Okay, I Inglewood. I'm not getting paid for any of this promotion, <laughs> but the Serving Spoon in Inglewood, they know my name. Okay. So, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you, bro. Yeah, man. Posting Black. Here. So, we are here talking about post-production, working behind the scenes. I met you recently on a shoot, mm -hmm. and you were doing the sound for it, but you said you've been working in post for a while. So, tell the people a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you even got into the industry. Yeah, man. So, um, I'm originally from Bessemer, Alabama. Okay. So, it's a small town, like 35, 40,000 people, um, right outside of Birmingham. Okay. And um, I got started, actually, my dad's a professional musician. Gotcha. So I started in music. I've been playing, you know, music since I was age five. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, all the greats would be coming through um, the city and through our house, really. So I would, my dad would be playing, practicing with different bands and different artists. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would be mixing. He'd be like, you know, turn that up some, turn this down some. Really? And that's how I learned how to mix, like just threw me right in the fire. Really? Yeah, and it's well, crazy. What age was that? Um, yeah, like five, six. Jeez, yeah. man. So you were in it. You had in, it in your in. bones. Yeah, they weren't playing either. You know, they, okay. they treat you like a grown man. And right. Like, if you stand behind that mixing board, you better know what you're doing. Okay, make sure it sound good. Sound <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. So what type of instruments were you playing? Obviously, um, with mixing and everything, what'd you get started with? Um, the first instrument I learned how to play was bass. Bass, okay. So bass guitar. Um, then piano, guitar, mm -hmm. drums, okay, that sort of thing. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like deep in the arts. Like they had me in. Um, I was in dance school for a bit. I was, oh man. I was um, getting like in um, acting in theater and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So okay, you know they had had your boy in the arts. So you you had a chance to like see all of it. Yeah. And you ended up doing the behind the scenes. So what kind of steered your way? Was it already having a parent that was in it on the front side? Well, my, was well, it my, well my parents, more like my dad was a professional musician. My mom um, was also an actress and a um, singer. Okay. And she would sing background for a lot of groups, mm -hmm. like Shylights, Temptation, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. And that's how my parents met. They were, um, my mom had a, a background gig. My dad had a, a gig with the Temptations. Wow. And um, they were getting alterations to their outfits done. And they both met at the um, Taylor's house. Really? Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. That's why I knew it was just from that moment. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, like, from growing up, it was just like, it's always music or some, some type of art going mm -hmm. on, you know, in the household. And 
I guess with me, I really was fascinated. I'm fascinated with all of it. I lo couldn't imagine not having any of it be a part of my life. Mm -hmm. But I was really fascinated with behind the scenes, the yeah. magic of you know taking just an idea mm -hmm. and playing it out, and then uh, or whether it's music or you know it's a script or it's a dance or whatever you know mm -hmm. or painting, just any kind of art form, just to have like a thought and then manifest that wow. and then like keep working on it keep cultivating it and make it into something great yeah you know that magic those those magic in between moments mm -hmm. behind the scenes stuff mm -hmm. is what really you know you got hear, me going you hear that phrase a lot people always talk about they hear movie magic yeah you know what i mean and you're trying to you kind of speaking to it for some people you know for me being primarily an actor mm -hmm. and a writer it's the feeling that you get when when you have a line or a scene that's an emotion or something, a right. big moment, you deliver moment, that line you just deliver right. It, deliver you just it right, kill it. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. feel it, yeah, and you yeah. can feel even though you're in it, you feel it's like quiet on set and everybody's watching you. And you're talking about those moments where you're able to tie something together behind, or maybe there's something in the editing process that you see that scene was better than this take, or right, right. vice versa. Even the music, maybe. Right, right. When you take something that's it just sounds okay, or mm -hmm. it's, it's just kind of flat, it's just there, and then you put an effect on it, or you twist it or you nudge it left or right and mm -hmm. it just boom that's okay you know you, okay. just, you can't teach that or learn no, that or you can't it just happens you know so did you go to school right off the bat because obviously you start when you're five you're already in the business kind of knowing some things from right. your parents was there was there like a trajectory of like oh we're going to steer you here or did you kind of make your own pathway for yourself to kind of move no, along no my parents were really um they were really liberal as far as my upbringing. They were strict in certain areas, like mm -hmm. as far as my um, my um, formal education, um, schooling, mm -hmm. and when I got home from school, like whatever my mom was doing, I had to help her do it. So if she was cooking or making dresses, sewing or cleaning the house, whatever she was doing, I was doing it. Yeah. And then when my dad came home, I would be helping him with music or mixing or whatever he was working on, like projects around the house, mm -hmm. or cleaning gutters, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotta rebuild this doghouse yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that you're kind of that, stuff. that man stuff, that get it Then, in. yeah, yeah. Then I could like get my, my school stuff ready for the next day. Then I could go outside and play. Okay. And then like at, up beyond that, they were really liberal. So like I could listen to whatever kind of music I wanted to listen to. Mm -hmm. Like even at a young age, I could stay up as late as I wanted really? to. I okay. could, you know, kind of yeah. go where I wanted to go. Like, I was, yeah. like as long as I had those things and shit, mm -hmm. you know, they, it was it was pretty it cool. Was good. It was yeah. free. So, did you end up going to like college or school? Or yes, I did. Say, so? But um, like my my formal um, my formal education is actually in um, computer engineering. Okay. Um, music technology. Yeah. And um, architecture, like construction, wow. that sort of thing. Okay. So yeah. putting things together still. Yeah, yeah. So like when I was fourteen, I um I wanted a studio so bad. Okay. Music I, studio? Music studio. Okay. I wanted a music studio so bad that I asked my parents if I could convert my bedroom into a music studio. Really? And then they were like, What? Okay. Like, well, it's your room. Like you mm -hmm. ain't gotta live in there, do whatever mm -hmm. you want to do. So like I got all the like normal like kid stuff out and um took my bed out, everything out. And like built a sound booth yeah. and you know, start 
bringing equipment in and that sort of thing. That's funny. I was in there recording, running sessions. Like I, I was really, yeah, I was charging folks in the community. Really, like, you was bringing people in. Man, I was fourteen. I had a studio in my bedroom, converting my bedroom to a studio, and I had it kind of like a little mini. Um, What's a little fold down bit? Murphy oh, no, bed. No, yeah, Murphy bed. I made Classic. like a little Murphy bed type really? situation. Yeah, and um, we had a house fire like in 96, 97. Oh, man. And um, the insurance company sent like engineers out mm -hmm. and engineers and, you know, construction workers, that sort of thing to see um, if the house needed to be torn down mm -hmm. or if it could be, re if it was still, you know, structurally yeah. sound. So they came in and saw the studio. I was like, yo, like, what company did y'all hire to build a studio? And, you know, I was feeling yeah, myself. Like, yeah, like, oh, that was your boy. Oh, it was Don't your worry. boy. What, what company? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. Exactly. That's me company. <laughs> so they they were like really impressed. They were like, you have an actual gift for this. Mm -hmm. Like, we want to show you how to really do it. How to like um, re-blueprints really? re and, you know, actually structure this thing out and really do it for real for real. Oh, that's fine. So I like apprenticed under them and actually helped rebuild my home house. That's crazy. So a tragedy actually took you into a situation where it kind of steered you into a to a gift right, that you right. had. So I rebuilt the studio, of course, and then um, everybody was like really impressed with what was going on, and they wanted one. Okay. So you know, friends. And, you started contracting studios. And I started doing and I started a construction business, building and designing studios, really post facilities. Really. I was like fifteen or sixteen, like just legit building studios for like. Well-known artists, that's uh, crazy. Engineers and that sort of. Thing. I have to look at the camera because I don't know what I was doing at fourteen and fifteen, <laughs> but it wasn't building no studio, studios studio. and doing stuff for my friends like that. I was so I was so immersed in music and mixing and mm -hmm. just you know just the, the life of the industry. That's that was all mm -hmm. I wanted to do. That's all I cared about. And that was what I did for fun. You know? Okay. So that's well, where all my money went. That's, yeah. You know. Well, no, nah, I mean, I'll, t I'll talk about like one of my favorite quotes with uh, Walt Disney. He says, you know, we don't make movies to make money. We make money to make more movies. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. And so I, I literally, every dime I got when I was young was at the theater. You right. know what I mean? Me and AMC, that was my best friend. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm yeah. going here. They knew what to give me. Brownies and an AMC car exactly. to always be at the movies. But let's talk about that. So you were in... Bessemer, Alabama. Bessemer, Alabama. Man. Bessemer. 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 <laughs> say, say it right. Say Bessemer. it right. Bessemer. Tell the, tell the people. It's Bessemer. Bessemer. Y'all hear it's the voice change? It's Bessemer. B-S-S-E-M-E-R. Bessemer. Bessemer. But we said Bessemer. Bessemer. <laughs> you Bessemer say that right. That's right. So how did you transition from Bessemer out here to Los Angeles? Well, you've been out here for how long now? Mm, since um, 2011. Okay, got you, got you. So that's so, some time. So the transition out here was um, actually just a no-brainer. Like, mm -hmm. um, I, I had a few clients and um, a few potential um, sponsorships. Like, yeah. they were like, "Yeah, come out and you mm -hmm. know, see. What, we love what you're doing and all that kind of stuff." Because mm -hmm. I was doing music for artists and labels and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, at that time, the, the internet obviously was fast enough to be able to send stuff back and forth. And, right. And virtual um, sessions okay. have started becoming like really popular. So mm -hmm. like where you have a bass player in Arkansas, a drummer in Phoenix, and mm -hmm. you know keyboard player, I mm -hmm. might put keys on it, or like they'll send the music, I'll put keys you on it, that. or I'll put you know yeah. some woo, ah, 
Or whatever. Do, all, do the whatever they need. Whatever, yeah. Whatever's missing, I'll fill in the blanks. Okay. And um, send it back, and then um, sometimes they'll just use those. They'll actually use it, or sometimes they'll just use it for like um, inspiration tracks or group mm-hmm. tracks to kind of like, yeah, we want to do a little jazzy thing, and then you send them something, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of like what that piano's doing, and mm-hmm. then they'll you know create mm-hmm. something on top of that. So you had a music background. That's kind of how my brother uh, Daniel, who who founded Post and Black, got into this. He was doing uh, music publishing, okay. yeah, went yeah. to Berkeley College of Music. But then there was a love that he had for for the for the making of the films when he saw films that they were doing the music for. So he said, "I want to get into that. What's that? With the how they put the scenes together." So right. was there a switch? You know, obviously your parents being in the industry, did you have a mentor or something that triggered your mind to want to go into more? What you're doing with you, I just worked with you on a film right. when you were doing the sound for it or you're doing some editing. Was there a switch that kind of, you know, drove you to want to say, hey, how do I get into this part? Well, it was um, the, it was just kind of like a natural transition. So I was already doing music and, and um, post audio for music. Okay. So um, that and then I was like acting a little bit in theater and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, oh, okay, like. There's a thing that I use in this music studio that'll help in theater make this better, mm. you know. So I just kind of started doing those things, mm-hmm. and then I started liking it, you know. So uh, oh, I like actually, you know, doing this side of it too. You yeah. Know? Just, okay, ain't all, all the fun ain't on stage. Just some fun to be had back here too. Mm-hmm. So um, I started, um, you know, like doing sound for like theater and. Wow. Um, doing sound for like churches and mm-hmm. um, local ministries, nonprofits. Now explain to the people because there's a lot of things that come with doing sound. Uh-huh. Me, an amateur, I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing sound, and I'm just holding a stick that somebody tells me to hold it higher, hold it lower, right. and the stick is called a boom. Right. I didn't even know that. What is doing sound per se for you? What are your type, your job, you know, uh, description for you when you say doing sound? Okay, so it, it varies, depends on where you are. Like if you're, um, say, the sound mixer for a concert. Mm-hmm. You know, like Beyonce sound mixer or something. Right. Like then that's an A one. A one. Now sound tell A one because we 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 pretending that these people don't know what it is. So tell people what A one is. It's audio one. So basically, audio one. this is the 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 person in charge. He's of like everything. over. Yeah. It's okay. Like everything falls on him okay. or her. So um, yeah, this is the person in charge, and they um, are. Um, responsible for the design layout, what mm-hmm. equipment we're going to use, what goes where, blah 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 blah, like what effects we're going to use, all yeah. that, all that sort of thing, like where the wi- wires are going to. They're be like run. the director of the behind the scenes with everything, They're right? It's like the DP of the music, okay, or, or the sound, or the sound, yeah. Okay, so um, that's for a music side, for um, location or like um, a set. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called your head person in sound is a sound mixer. Sound mixer, okay. So it's the sound mixer, boom operator, utility sound. Okay. And then like um, sometimes sound department have like um, wow. um, PAs. And wow, like that. okay. There's a lot There's a lot involved with that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? There's somebody you just see, oh, I'm watching a TV show with Gabrielle Union and I can hear her, but they don't know all the things that went into it. Where oh, there yeah, was a knock making right there, happen. Yeah. Or there's a knock at the door. Maybe they didn't have time to get the actual knock, so they just put that in there. What does put that in there even mean? Um, you know, put that in there. So that takes place in post. <clears throat> so now you have um, with a film or a television show or commercial mm-hmm. or interview, what have you. Um, you have a post audio mixer, mm-hmm. and that's a whole other team. So you'll have a you yeah. have an audio editor who's yeah. like responsible for just editing the audio clips. So they make sure that everything flows seamlessly. It's synced right. 
and all the clips um, fade in and fade out correctly. Yeah. And it sounds like an actual conversation. You, yeah. you ever watch some films or mm -hmm. some TV show? I ain't gonna call no names. Yeah. But it sounds it'll be like a like here you have like a um, wide establishing. Yeah. And then you go into coverage like over the shoulders. Yeah. And, and then you might have like you know a little specialty like slider shot or something like that. And every time the camera moves, the sound changes. It's yeah. Like it's 29 different room tones yeah. in the one conversation. A lot of people <laughs> don't even know when they're watching this, there's like, man, there's, there's a skill set to it. But they right. know when it's wrong. They know it is when it's right. They're just tell. watching. You can't tell. And that's yeah. a good thing. But when it's off, even somebody has no, no industry background, no knowledge, they're like, wait, that don't sound right. That ain't right. That didn't look right. His mouth wasn't even moving. Right. You can pick up on it. Yeah, what sound is saying is um, if nobody says anything, you're doing a great job. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I like that. I like that. If nobody says anything, you're doing a great job. Yeah. So in terms of you being in the industry, obviously you have parents in the background for singing and you got into sound a little bit. But mm -hmm. was there a mentor? Was there somebody you could reach out to when you said, you know what, this is what I want to do. Now I'm getting into this. Literally, when you're working in this industry, it is hard. Mm -hmm. And so everybody needs some help. People that say, you know, I don't want any help, they're not really going to make it. Everybody gets some help, whether it's an advice, uh, some advice that you get, whether it's somebody that actually brings you in for an internship, a job. So did you have anybody that kind of brought you along and say, hey, James, come with me. Come check this out. Well, honestly, man, it's just like I've been really, um, I've been really blessed, man, just in my career. Like, mm -hmm. It's been a lot of people who um, who knew me from um, doing music and mm -hmm. just or just met me and just like my personality and just like who I was as a person and say, oh, you do this? Can mm -hmm. you please help me with um, my film or can you come to my film? Yeah. Just a lot of people like took a lot of chances on me um, without even hearing or, you know, seeing my work. Or yeah. So um, I've been really fortunate in that aspect. But yeah, definitely, uh, man, um, I can just... I don't want to start calling names because somebody's going to get mad. At yeah, yeah, names. I hate you. But it's a lot of directors of and producers mm -hmm. and, and UPMs. Um, mm -hmm. What's a UPM? Manager. You want to tell? Um, cause, yeah, in case like anybody unit, don't know. Um, um, production manager. So, unit production manager, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, so, um, just a lot of over the um, above-the-line individuals who uh, took a chance on me and just said, you know, hey. And would you say for somebody trying to get into the business, they need that? Because what you just described is a lot of relationships and just being who you are. Absolutely. You know, right. true to you, it's kind of afforded you the uh, opportunity to have a plethora of uh, options. Right. Um, definitely networking. Um, um, just getting out there, just trying to get in where you can. Like if it's sound mixing that you uh, wanted, uh, wanted to do, then, you know, go up to some sound mixers and say, hey, man, can I... Um, Boom, or can I shadow you? Can mm -hmm. I, you know, mm -hmm. just be a fly on the wall and say, man, I promise I won't say nothing. I just want to just get in just, the room. Just get in the room and just start getting accustomed to the lingo and getting yeah. around and seeing how things flow. Being of service, maybe something like that. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I'll help? PA, I'll, I'll yeah. Uh, whatever you need. You yeah. Know? And then you start, you know, you'll start moving your way up. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Man. I think a lot of a lot of people, especially on, um, you know, you've done some acting, but obviously on my side, we're primarily acting. A lot of people are like, "What can I get?" So it's always, "What can I get?" Hey, get you know, give me this, give me this. I, I can do, you know. And they're kind of looking at it as just a take, take, take. Right. But you gotta, you gotta reframe that thinking into, you know, what can I give? 
You know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you're not giving me a job. I'm giving you a service of a talented this and doing, you know what I mean? Try to frame it that way, maybe. And, and for anybody that's like that too, I would, I would take a look at myself and say, is this what I really want to be doing? Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. when it's something that you're really passionate about, something that you really want to do, mm -hmm. nobody has to tell you to do it or nobody has to ask you to do it. You'll, be, you'll just do it. Yeah. Like, dude, I used to just like set up equipment and just like sit in front of it and like interview myself. <laughs> and then go back and listen to it to see if it sounds like CNN or whatever. Oh, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would like have like, uh, like me and some of my producer friends, we have beat, make, beat making practice. And yeah. then we like listen to our beats and then turn like Tim beats on and stuff to see if like how to do the <laughs> snare smack the same, the same yeah. way. Like, yeah. you, um, like do my vocal, my vocals ain't quite as crispy as Janet Jackson, like mixing vocals. Like yeah. what I gotta do to get that crispness? You probably know? have a few millions in your pocket <laughs> you know, to get back. Yeah, yeah, but to get I that mean, no, but the techniques, it's the, it's the it's mindset. The techniques it's and the, the mindset is because yeah. if you give a, a great um, DP a garbage camera, he'll still make some fire. Mm. You know, he'll still shoot some fire. It's, mm -hmm. it's, the equipment is like an important tool, mm. but it's not the most important tool. The most right. important tool is, you know, the person that's operating. Hey, that's a message for somebody watching right now with your camera, with whatever you got. Whatever you use got it. Is use good it. Enough Get out there. Right whatever now. you got is good enough for right now. That's going to be a quote underneath there, probably <laughs> in our promotion somewhere. Um, now, you talk about a lot of work. A lot of people pushing yourself, equipment, things. You, what equipment were you using? Was there something in particular that you had to go out and buy? Like, were you doing research? You know, once you got in the industry, like, oh, maybe I can buy these things myself. Because as you build up over time, obviously with your end, you got to have some of these things on in your, your side. You got to have your own boom, per, per se. Maybe right, your own right. cables, no the lingo. So was there a place to, to research that? Where did you go to buy it? How did you, you know, how, how did you go about all that building up who you are today? Um, as far as the sound stuff, um, like I did a lot of research, um, just hanging out with um, sound mixers, mm -hmm. you know, peek, um, peeking in, sneaking on sets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just looking around and just seeing what they're using then, seeing how they're using it. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of um, um, just hitting people up randomly. Okay. Like looking at professional sites, you know, like um, union sites and seeing what equipment is for sale. Mm -hmm. um, like all that kind of like, you know, just just hitting the ground and just doing that street work. Yeah. Um, prior to the Internet. Now okay. with the Internet out, you can just, just no Google, excuse. What's the best sound equipment? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? But yeah, like that during that time, you know, you just had to, um, you had to do that groundwork. Right. But um but yeah, like I said, man, if it's really something that you're passionate about, you, you, find you, a way. you that that's yeah. a like self-explanatory question. Right. Like you, you just you're gonna find a way. Yeah. You know, yeah. So and now we talk about this. You've been working, you've been doing some things, you've had some experience. What is probably your least favorite project? You gotta mention them names, or what is your, your best project, you would say? Um you know, what you know, when your least favorite project, what happened to make it your least favorite? Or what was that a learning experience, I would say? Mm, least favorite project. Um, so within the last three years, I'll mm -hmm. say I did a project mm -hmm. where, um, as I just recently started with a, a couple business partners of mine, mm -hmm. a um, production company. Okay. So yeah. this is my second production company. Oh, awesome. Okay. And, um, we, um, we had a project that was quite difficult mm -hmm. for, you know, it was like one of those things where we 
spend a lot of time in pre-production, planning things out, mm-hmm. and just having them perfect. Like everything is just like, wow, it's just going to work. Yeah. And then like we get on set and then um, an EP or a director comes in and just like completely changes everything. It's just like, we're going to go this route now. Mm-hmm. And just like no forewarning, no notice. And wow. then like being upset about like things not going like, why isn't everything running smooth? Yeah. So it's like, well, you asked for the red car, and yeah, we brought the red car, and now you want the, yeah. you know, the this purple ain't even car. the same. You can't change the color yeah. right quick. You know, we got to right. go on this whole process. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, man, um, that was probably most, one of the most difficult things. And um, you know, we were talking to each other, and we're like, yeah, we love doing what we do, mm-hmm. but we're hating it right now. Because, that's so big. That's, yeah. You know, when you find yourself in that kind of position, I mean, like, we're real fortunate. I mean, we get to have fun for a living. For a living. <laughs> you yeah. You know what I mean? It's not many people that can say that. Yeah. It's like we're, like, artists. We're yeah. We're literally able to, like, have fun for a living. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's very important, though. I mean, it sounds kind of like, um, kind of snobbish or whatever, but it's not. Really, it's really, it's really important that artists are having fun when they're creating. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's one of the main things that makes the art so great, and, and why people receive it is because they re- they receive that energy. They feel that they feel the love that, behind they it. They feel that everybody yeah. really loved what they were doing, and mm-hmm. everybody was having fun. And that's why you go to the movies to be a part of that fun. Mm. You know, yeah. that's, that's why you consume content is yeah. to to be a part of a party that maybe you can't physically be there, but mm-hmm. you can tap into that energy. Anyway. And and speaking to that, you know, what is something that you feel like you had the most fun on, you know, project, you know? One of the most fun projects I had a lot um, was probably the um, Olympics campaign that we're going to. Okay. So um, I did a little bit of everything. I did like a little producing. I did um, some post audio. Mm-hmm. I did location audio. I did... Um, <laughs> like I, I camera operated a couple shots. Man. man, we just had fun. We were just he was in the credits, bro. All throughout, <laughs> we were just traveling all over, everywhere that was freezing cold and snowing. Yeah, just following around like these. Okay, Olympics. what Olympics was this for? Um, the winter, the twenty Olympics, twenty eight. Oh, for sure. Yeah, gotcha, sir. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that gotcha. was one of the fun Reason. projects. Yeah, um, because we got to um, do a lot of traveling, mm-hmm. meet a lot of like. Um, just these high-end, top-tier um, athletes, you yeah. know, and just see their drive and their ethic and, um, and like, touch bases on a lot of things mm-hmm. because, you know, like, you know, like, you, we're out here doing it every day. Right. Like, if you stop doing it, then somebody's taking your place. Exactly. You get exactly. Right. So, they're like, we kind of, like, understood each other in a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. made a lot of instant friends. Okay. So, that was a real fun project, man. Yeah. 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 And um, and then, oh, yeah, I did some uh, composing and stuff, too, for the Olympics. So really? Okay. So, I was okay. able to um, bring in a group of, um, of my friends, um, like, phenomenal musicians and singers, Mm-hmm. And man, we had so much fun in the studio. I'm talking, about we were crying. It was like a great, that was a great time, man. We had that's a really, really great time. It sounds like yeah. it sounds like man, that's awesome. I mean, that's something I think a lot of people would aspire to want to get to a point where they can have like projects like that, where they're like, man, that's a joy. We these people are not just this project friend. These are some lifelong friends, and we may right. keep in touch with. Now, one last thing before we touch on obviously being post and black. We, we highlight a lot of people of color, African-Americans, that work behind the scenes. What's the hardest part about being black, working in the industry, you feel? I know there's a lot of 
progress and things that are happening right now. But what are some things and challenges that you've experienced that you feel like are still a challenge right now for you? There's been a few shoots that I went on um, where they looked at my resume mm -hmm. um, and they made a couple calls and, um, you know, I, I guess got some good feedback and booked me for the job. Yeah. And then I got on set and they were like, oh, you're black? <laughs> no, are you serious? Like, do it matter? Like, That's crazy. I was good enough to get hired, so like I'm good enough to. That's wild. Had they like called you, talked to you, everything? Yeah, like they... talked to me on the phone and everything, you know. So, so they, man, that's yeah. crazy. They I'm talking about like, like talking on the phone. Like they checked out my resume and. Thanks, James. Thanks yeah. for coming. Come you on know, down. I got that. I got that Decepticon name. You know? <laughs> James, James Hatcher Jr. James Hatcher Jr. I'm like, we're right. from Bessemer, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> the road is <laughs> Maybe we got a winner. Yeah, Golly. I guess that worked in my favor. That's a little crazy. Bit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but but you got in there. Yeah, I got Change, in changed there, some perception. Know? Right. Right. That's wild. That's wild. Luckily, I ain't had nothing that blunt or blatant. Just like straight up, just in my face with it. But yeah. I mean, like, oh, you, you know where I'm from. That's what I'm used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother, yeah. whole nother story. Exactly. Man. I'd rather be that way than the like super you know, mm -hmm. sneaky undercut. Yeah, stuff. man. Are you ready to that too? Yeah, there's a lot of that too. You don't even know you've got some stuff going against you. Exactly. And it's smile on your face. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But no, bro, we can't we can't thank you enough for being on here, Posting oh, Black. Oh, man, bro. James Hatcher. Pleasure, I appreciate man. you. Hey, tell the people where they can find you, how they can follow you, how they can get in touch with you for work, because it's going to go out to a lot of people in the industry, so we really want to highlight you and everything you're doing. So James Hatcher Jr., where can we find you and, and reach out to you, email, anything, we'll put it We'll put it on the, uh, the podcast for it. So. Copy that. Yeah, so you can um, find me on Instagram um, at, at jhatjr. Um, you can throw me a line on Facebook, James Hatcher Jr. You can email me at J-H-J-B-I-Z-1 at gmail.com. Next project coming up? Anything coming up that we can look out for? Um, yeah, so actually a couple things coming up. I am working on um, a feature film right now I'm producing yeah. um, under my, um, my um, production company, Illumination Situation. Check that out, illuminationsituation.com. Um, where I'm producing a feature film, um, Surrogate Mother. So it's going to be a psych thriller. Um, it's really deep. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. We're having a lot of fun, like in pre-production, we're having yeah. so much fun. So I know it's gonna be a great project. Um, so be looking out for that. Um, also, um, we're doing a rebrand um, with my production company, and um, we're folding in like some new things. So I can't. I'm kind of like a little hush hush about it right now, but like look forward, like in 2020, man. Mm -hmm. So big things. 2020 teams, is popping. Big teams. Big teams, mom. Big teams, 2020. You know if you ever need a voiceover for your. I do, bro. Or, you, hey, I, I was right just here. thinking. I was like, bro, I'm this gonna need that voice, bro. I'm man, let's that. get it. Yes. I, I got about 12 projects in mind. I'm man, gonna need that voice for let's right Let's get now. it, bro. We trying to work. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Bro. I'm gonna cut you a check too. I ain't gonna actually come up for free. Man. <laughs> Yeah, y'all can't see this on the podcast when you're watching the video. I'm hitting some right now. You know, that's that's scooping them yeah. checks up. <laughs> scooping them checks up. That's right. I love it. Thanks for listening to Post in Black. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Post in Black. And to see exclusive footage from our interviews, make sure you check out our YouTube channel at Made for More Entertainment. In the meantime, make sure you tip your bartenders, feed your actors, and always salute your post crew. Peace.